Please be seated. The person reading the gospel earlier was the Reverend Deacon Jeff Smith, and um, I'm John Bedingfield, the rector of the parish. If I don't know you, um, I'm the one with all the gray hair. I should say all the hair, but I won't. (laughs) He'll get even another time. Um, A quick word to comment on the scriptures, to uh, remind us of the context of this glorious, glorious music on this beautiful, special night. I was able to visit um, our sister church in London last week and uh, wandered through the Tate Modern for an especially long time. Uh, There at the Tate Modern, there's an amazing art installation. It fills up the whole room in the shape of a large tower. And then when you look closer, it's actually a heap of some 800 radios stacked on top of each other. The ones at the bottom are are old-fashioned radios, uh, those big wooden boxes. And then as you go up the mountain of radios, uh, newer ones and smaller ones are at the very top. The whole thing makes noise because every single radio in the installation is tuned to a station, and it's a different station. It's a very low volume, but you can just imagine the racket The buzz, the hum, it's um, a little bit like a beehive. It's bothersome, but it reminds one of something. One hears music, talk, jabber, beauty, nonsense. This art piece from 2001, actually, is called simply Babel. If you know any scriptures, you'll recognize that name. It comes from a story in the Hebrew scriptures from the book of Genesis, a story about the Tower of Babel. If you remember the story, you'll recall that humanity begins to drift away from God. Humanity gets a little full of itself, filled with pride and self-sufficiency, sort of saying to itself, who needs God? We've got this. And so humanity says, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower with its top reaching up to the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves. But the tower sort of topples under its own weight. The the people fall on their own pride. The building comes down. The people are scattered. They no longer understand each other. That wonderful old, old story of the Tower of Babel begins by saying that before the tower was built, everyone understood everyone else. They spoke the same language. After the fall of the Tower of Babel, people were confused and they no longer understood one another. It's an old, old story. It surely was circulated um, orally before it was ever written down, and uh, probably it was as much as anything a a means to explain why people speak different languages or, or why even in the same language we have such difficult understanding one another sometimes. But it does describe a reality we all experience, doesn't it? Like that art installation I described, sometimes we enter a room and all we hear is babble. 
a drone of noise with perhaps a little meaning rising here and there. But that's not God's intention. It's not God's intention at all. In the beginning of beginnings, way back in those opening words of Genesis, God creates form out of nothing by speaking. God speaks a word and matter begins to take shape. God whispers and earth and light are made, flora and fauna and all that we know through God's word, spoken and sung and hummed and shouted. That word of God continues through the babble of humanity, through the misunderstandings and mistakes, through the pain and the joy of life until Christmas. St. John's Gospel puts it so beautifully. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The light shines on. The light shines with love. The light shines with life. The light shines with the possibility of understanding if we listen. If we listen. Just a few minutes ago, the various scriptures were read in different languages. Languages that those folks we heard grew up speaking and understanding. Maybe you understood them. Maybe you didn't, but we heard something in them. We heard a tone. We heard a joy. We, we heard love. We heard God, if we were listening. The challenge of the way other people talk, what they say, the speed or the style with which they say it, all of this can make us feel like we're living in Babel. It can leave us feeling confused and lonely. But we can also listen. We can listen more deeply. We can listen for God's word. We can listen for the words around us, for the life and the light of God that undergirds every word, every sentence, every thought, everything. In art history, often the Annunciation of the Blessed Virgin Mary is shown with the angel Gabriel speaking to Mary, but often Gabriel is speaking into the ear of Mary. Other times in art, um, a little cross with Jesus on it is flying through the air toward Mary's ear. If you go to the cloisters and look at the Marod altarpiece, Gabriel is speaking to Mary, but they're just over Gabriel's shoulder, coming through the window as a beam of light, and there Jesus is, kind of flying on the cross. It's a funny image, but it conveys this idea that, that Mary listened to God. Listen to God, not just with her ears, but with her whole heart, with her soul, with her being. And it was through hearing that God took hold within her and Christ was born. So often I don't listen. When I meet people at the door, when I meet people in the office, when I meet people on the street, I'm so worried about the impression I'm making that I completely miss their name. 
I'm not yet one of those people who, who has learned to be disciplined and repeat the name and then I've got it. I'm not there yet, so I have to ask you again and again and again, what is your name again? The same thing happens when I think I'm going to disagree with a person. Perhaps I know how they voted, or perhaps I know their favorite news channel. And so before they open their mouth, I know what they're going to say. And so I don't listen. It can be that way when I think I know someone's religion or politics or opinion. Sometimes before a musical piece, even with our choir, even with our musicians, I catch myself not really listening. After all, I know what Mozart sounds like. I know what Brahms sounds like. But I don't really. Whenever I don't listen, whether it's a small thing or a big thing, it means that God's work in me is limited. It means that God's life in me is less than it can be. In this new year, I'm going to try to listen better. I know I'll fail, but I'm going to try. I wonder if we all might try to listen a little more purely, a little more wholly. Let us do what we can to resist the powers of Babel, those powers that would uh, collapse and confuse and separate and deafen and insist they know They don't. Instead, let us be open to God's word so that God's word might break in anew and be born again in each one of us with our own accent, with our own tone, with our own God-given language. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.